0: This program is brought to you by babawaymedia.org, overseen by the Uluga'a Church of Christ in Uluga'a, Oklahoma. You're listening to For This, I Bow My Knees with Tracy Frederick. She was known as that helpful lady. She worked for HR, and she made sure everyone got paid. Got paid on time, had all of their paid time off accurate, their vacation pay, their insurance paperwork filed, and medical leave paperwork in shape, a whole list of other stuff, too. In essence, she, this one person, kept all 250 faculty and over 100 staff, every person's pay and benefits, accurate and straight. She sat behind two computer screens all day, typing in numbers and going over and over color-coded spreadsheets. And she did it with a smile. I mean, I can't tell you how often I would send her an email after receiving an some complicated new benefits package on email and I had no idea what it meant. So I would respond to her email with, I am so sorry, but I have no idea what this means and I can't figure it out. To which she would say, no worry, just come on down to my office and we'll figure it out. I'll walk you through it. And she always did. And I would thank her for making my life so much easier. But it wasn't easy for her. You see, she had one of those easy buttons on her desk. You remember those, right? I think that they were a slogan of staples. The idea was that there was this fantasy easy button that someone could push, and whatever was difficult for a small business owner, it just magically happened, and all the worries went away in the stress. I recall the first time I saw that easy button sitting on her desk, I was dropping off a project. I looked down at it, and then I looked up at her. She sighed, And said someone gave it to her because they said she made life easier for them. But when she said it, she didn't smile. And I didn't smile. I just said, it really isn't easy, is it? She said, no, it's never easy for anyone. But that's just human nature. Everybody wants it easy. Now that conversation is a few years old, but it just continues to come back to me because... I just don't know that I agree with that, that it's, it's human nature. And I think there may be something else going on. So I was actually reminded of that conversation the other day when I was reading about the, king, the account of King Josiah. He's a hero of mine. And you'll recall, you'll find that the account of his life is in Second Chronicles 34-35. through 35. And if you aren't familiar with this great man of God, I hope you'll take the time to read about him. This king of Judah became king of God's people when he was seven years old, after his father Amon died. And just so you get a full picture of this child's background, the Holy Spirit tells us in chapter 33, verses 21 through 23, that Josiah's father was evil, arrogant, and sacrificed to pagan gods. And the kingdom was in his hands, a a seven-year-old. It's kind of mind-blowing, isn't it? I imagine it was hard, maybe overwhelming. But as you read the account of Josiah's life, we, we learn that at the age of 16, he began to seek God. And that led him to make an important decision when he was 20 years old. He tore down the altars that King Solomon had built for his wives to sacrifice to Chemosh and Molech, First Kings chapter eleven verse eight. Josiah beat the carved images into powder and chopped down the essence or the incense altars, and then returned to Jerusalem. And six years later, at twenty-six years old, when he had accomplished that task, purging the land, and his house. 7 and 8 of the idols that just wasn't enough for him he took up the task of repairing the house of god in preparation to reestablish the worship of jehovah but while the repairs were being made and the ruins sifted through the book of god was found the helkiah one of the priests and it was brought to josiah who had a scribe read the book in his presence and when josiah heard the words of the law He tore his clothes, realizing that his fathers had not observed the word of the Lord to do according to all that is written in God's book, verses 14 through 21. And that broken hearted young king, he realized that the wrath of God was coming on the people because of their disobedience. So he sent a priest to inquire of God about what they should do and, and to to beg for mercy and god listened and god had mercy on him because god said josiah humbled himself to god in his word but josiah he still didn't stop there that young king sent and gathered all the elders of judah and jerusalem and went up to the house of the lord with all of the men of judah and the inhabitants of jerusalem all of the people great and small And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which had been found in the house of the Lord. Then the king stood in his place and he made a covenant before the Lord to follow the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to perform the words of the covenant that were written in that book. And he made all who were present in Jerusalem and Benjamin take a stand. So the inhabitants of Jerusalem did according to the covenant of God, the covenant of their fathers, verses 29 through 33 of chapter 34. And that's a lot, but it still wasn't enough for Josiah. Verse 33 continues to tell us that all of Josiah's days, the people did not depart from following the Lord. But it wasn't easy for a seven-year-old or 16-year-old or a 26-year-old or not one day until the day Josiah died. And you know something? God didn't make it easy for him either. And Josiah, he didn't ask God to do it for him. But it was hard work moving a nation back from the brink. It wasn't easy returning the people to observing the Passover as God has commanded. Making sure that the priests follow the law and made over 77,500 correct sacrifices for the people for their sins to God now that task might have seemed overwhelming to us too much and maybe maybe we would have settled for less than the full law but Josiah he never once asked God to give him a break not once did Josiah say that it's just too much not once do we know that he stepped back from upholding the whole law because he was afraid he would become unpopular with the people like Saul did in First Samuel chapter 14 and 15. Josiah never said that God demanded too much. Josiah never accused God of drawing the lines too narrowly. Instead, Josiah's position was clear and simple and easy, you might say, because because once Josiah decided to do it, when Josiah made a covenant before the Lord to follow the Lord to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul to keep the words written in the book you might say Josiah defied human nature because when things got hard he didn't make one excuse he didn't look for the easy button like like maybe we do when when we pray to god to touch someone's heart and make them turn back to god or make them obey him you know all that instead of instead of us reaching out talking to them ourselves. We ask God to do it because it's, it's a whole lot easier than confronting someone we love with their sin, isn't it? We forget that God has given us all words to help, to teach, to give an answer. 1 Peter 3.15 And maybe it's kind of like when we pray for wisdom, you know, to plop down from heaven onto our heads instead of digging into the word of God and searching for examples like Josiah. That God has already provided in his word that is complete in instruction and is perfect to make us perfect in all righteousness first timothy chapter 3 verse 16 perhaps when we're overwhelmed and the path is dark and we just aren't sure where to step and we ask for the darkness to go away for god just to turn on the light to make it disappear poof instantly and we forget that god's word is a lamp to our feet god's word is a light to our path psalms chapter 119 verse 105 now please hear this i know prayer is mighty and powerful and that god has can do anything there's no question about that god says so in james chapter 5 verse 16 josiah knew petitioning the Lord to relieve them of their consequences of years of sin and beg for God's people for God's mercy that was the first step praying for mercy Josiah did that first second chronicles chapter 34 verse 21 but that that wasn't all he did he took responsibility it was clear that before he ever started down that long road that he made a commitment verse 3 of chapter 34 to seek or to inquire to consult to frequent to worship that's where it started with josiah when he was 16 that's where it started for abel noah abraham isaac jacob joseph moses none of them had it easy but all who, according to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, remind us that God is a rewarder of those who seek, search for, beg, crave, diligently seek after God's face. Now that lady that had that easy button, you should know something. Her husband died of a long, horrible battle with cancer 30 years prior to my working with her closely in projects. She raised her two children from very young ages all by herself, and she developed health issues, back and hip pain, diminished eyesight, from long days sitting behind a computer working to support her children and pay off those medical bills just to make life easier for us so we didn't have to work so hard. But the truth was, we were lazy. We didn't really try, and maybe... We Christians are there right now. And some would say that it's human nature, but I just don't think that's true. I mean, you know, that would mean that God made us that way. Not with the ability to seek and find, but just to lay back and take the easy route. That's never been a characteristic of a servant of God. That's never been the characteristic of God. To take away all of our struggles and challenges just to make life easier for us. We can see that when we look at Christ, right? When we listen to his prayer in the garden, we see his pain, see his death. There was nothing easy about that. And if we are servants of God, like Josiah, seeking, we should really understand that it isn't human nature and, it is, and God is not. Our easy button. That, well, that came from Staples. And uh, it doesn't work. Even the nice HR lady knows that. And it is for this that I bow my knees. We thank you for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed this program.